Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey everybody, welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Join me for this short series on cultivating the big picture. Check it out. Share with your friends. Look forward to our conversations together here on Tent Talk. Hey everybody, as we're talking about cultivating the big picture, I am always reminded of the Esau syndrome in Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12 is such a phenomenal, phenomenal writing uh, in the scripture. So I encourage you always to read it, think about it, go into it. But there's the place in the Message Bible, it calls it the Esau syndrome, When we are severely tempted in the heat of the moment, in the temporary, to grab something to satisfy us rather than to remain in our eternal birthright that we have and live in because of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God (laughs) and the Lion of God. Oh, the lamb and the lion. Always I am pressed in the simple things of the day to never forget whose life I share in. The very life of Jesus himself has been put inside of me. It's my only hope of glory. It's my only hope of anything. (laughs) Therefore, when I am in the midst of temporary things... um, I have cultivated over the years by his training in me, his um, constant, powerful encouragement of to remain in him, to stay with him. Do not forget the mercies of God to you. You see, in these temporary moments, a temporary appetite, and I decide, oh, what's the big deal? I'll just... You know, I'll just meet my own need. I mean, God gave me this need, and of course, He, you know, He understands. <laughs> the ways that we explain God to God is, is amazing and humorous, and yet can be deeply grievous. Hmm? Just wait just a minute. Yes, God did give me that need <laughs> so that I could bring that deep, deep need to Him. Now, if he wants to also meet that need through a person, right, that person is never going to be my source. I like to say they would be the gravy on the meat, the sauce on the fish, <laughs> right? They, they are um, a means in a way which the Father has determined that he would like to supply something to me, but he is still the source, yet... What he's really after is us in this oneness with him. And if we do not cultivate the big picture from his point of view, right? Remember, he has to reveal the big picture. He is the forest. Therefore, don't get lost in the trees, right? It's all about him. Jesus' focus was the father. Paul talked about the father of all. Uh, Holy Spirit is known as the promise of the Father until we get into the fatherhood of God and realize the Father. 
and all these pictures, if you will, throughout the scripture of sons, Jacob and Esau, the prodigal son, the elder son. They weren't sinners. They were sons who did not know how to live and interact with the father. And this is where we see all of these things. Cultivating the big picture from his point of view. I want to encourage you to take your seat with the Father given to you by Jesus. You're at the right hand of the Father. You're seated in heavenly places and ask Holy Spirit to absolutely give you the viewpoint, the POV, the point of view from the Father. Because then and only then do temporary things begin to be shown for what they are. How shallow they are. They might be pleasurable for a season, but there's usually poison at the end of that pleasure. Hmm? If you're living as a son. Now, if you're just living as any old, you know, person, a nice Christian, you don't need this. You don't need what I'm talking about. Hmm? But if you're leaving your nice Christian life and moving into sonship, this could maybe catch your attention. If the Holy Spirit is deeply working in you and you're saying, I know there has to be more. Oh, my friend, yes, there is. If you're realizing that good is not the goal, <laughs> he is the goal. When the word says we all sinned and came short of the glory of God, it means we missed God. <laughs> he was the bullseye, the target. We missed him when we chose ourselves. You see, cultivate the big picture. Nourish it. Once he shows it to you, nourish it. Think upon it. Be, be a reflecting people, a thinking people with him. Think with him. Don't get lost in vain philosophies and vain imaginations and, you know, trying to be so clever right no we need we do not need the cleverness of man we need the thinking of god this requires us to go to him sit with him talk with him ask of him and wait for him to to talk to us yes to teach and instruct and correct that means he's talking to us and then we reflect upon that we think upon that we chew upon it. We meditate upon it. Jesus says it's the amount of time and study and thought and meditation you give back to what you hear determines how much fruit it bears within you. And remember, the fruit is not for the tree, right? We don't bear fruit for ourselves. We bear fruit for his glory and that others may eat and know of him. Hmm? He supplies me, which causes fruit to be uh, produced in my life. But that fruit's not for me. That fruit is for others. I have him. And as I live in that oneness with him and cultivate the big picture of him, and I begin to realize, wow, I've been using so many temporary things. About to give up my eternal birthright for this temporary satisfaction. So I'm always brought back to C.S. Lewis's quote as if that you can't find anything in this world that satisfies. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you were made for another world. Oh, yes, I was. The world of my father, the kingdom of my father, the atmosphere of his presence, which I'm 
carefully submitting is heaven. Right? Just like hell is the eternal separation from the Father. Do I fear this place called hell? Or have I come into the holy fear of Jesus, which is that to shrink from the horror of being separated from the Father forever? See, we're born separated from Him, and Jesus comes to bring us home to the Father through the finished work of the cross, that we would come back to Him and His purposes. Therefore, heaven, I'm sure it is a place, but could we agree (laughs) that it's His presence? It's Him. My friends, cultivate a bigger picture than what depravity and hell and religion has painted for you. And cultivate the big picture. And don't fall for the Esau syndrome. Don't allow anything to try to satisfy you other than him and who he is and what he brings to you because I don't want to have to dress up God to get you to stay with him I don't want to promise you things so you'll you know be like yeah there's God but you know is there this and this and this no 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 it's God himself so stay with him in the cultivating of the big picture and whatever you have been using to temporarily satisfy yourself that which is coming along where you would be like yeah just what what use is a birthright what use is the eternal birthright right this is what happened to Esau he became a person of sexual vice this this born out of bitterness right that he was like in the heat of the moment he was like what good is this gonna do me when I need this right now my friends sometimes we would do well to just sit back in the chair Sit back in the seat of your car and just let 30 seconds pass, even maybe 20 minutes pass. And I'm telling you, that which you thought you had to have and were about to take hold of, I promise you it will pass. If you say, Father, I choose you. Now grip me, Holy Spirit, and keep me. As I choose you, keep me. Let your power, your love be what grips me, the cords of your love. Keep me. Those frantic, restless moments, my friends, shall pass. They will. As sure as the clock ticks, they'll pass. And you'll be like, wow. Wow, I think I just stayed in my eternal birthright and did not, right, make that call, send that text, go looking for things other than what the Father has for me in temporary fits of lust, passion, anger, boredom, whatever it may have been. Because it takes many forms, my friends, but it only has one goal. It's to get you to separate yourself from the Father. But as you cultivate the big picture today, maybe read Hebrews 12, maybe go to Romans 8 and say, what could separate me from the love of God? And read the list and ask yourself, what could separate me from Him? Because God is love. Cultivate the bigger picture. Don't get lost in the trees, my friends. He's standing right before you. He's calling you to himself. And I simply want to be a voice that cries out and says that same thing. Let's come to your Father.
through the finished work of Jesus by the power and person of Holy Spirit and then stay there. Oh, they know how to take care of you, my friends. So I love you all, and I'm sure we will talk soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.